So, so there's so much discovery in him. I, I, I'm encouraged by this. Aren't you glad that we haven't gotten there yet? <laughs> I'm really encouraged in that because if, if what I know right now is it, I don't have a whole lot of hope, you know. Even though I, I, I'm so blessed already in the revelation that I do have. No, there's so much more. And I just want to be open to that. And I want to say, God, show me. Show me what, you, you, what you've done in Christ for me so I can grow in that. Amen? So we got started on this, and, and we kind of going through our fasting time. God, show, show us where we need to go and what, what, what you have for our life. Chart a course for us, right? And the first thing that I'm seeing here, and, and I'm going to be on for a little bit, is, is finding out who we are. That's what he wants. He, he says, man, I, 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 my passion is to have children that have my name and that see me as their God. And that's what he accomplished in Christ, right? We, we see that that's what took place. He made, so to do that, he had to make some new ones. The way we were wasn't good enough. Aren't you glad? <laughs> what I can do in my own righteousness is just not close. But, and we saw this last week, but he, is, he has taken everything about us that would make us unrighteous, un, unable to be in his presence, and he put it all on Christ so that when he becomes our punishment, anything that's wrong in us, when we allow that to take place in our life. But I'll tell you what, this, this is part of that revelation I think we have to grow in because we are so geared to feeling guilty, geared to feeling limited to, to something in our past, guilt. You know what I mean? So what somebody has said over us, right? And um, for us to actually become, and we, and we see this, we actually become God's righteousness in Christ. It, it, we don't have to do something else. We actually take on, we become his righteousness when, he, when we let him take our failures, our unrighteousness. There's a, there's a transfer. There's an exchange. Isn't this wonderful? So that we can be, but it's so essential. We're not going to get to some other understanding of who we are just by confessing some scriptures over ourselves. That I'm more than a conqueror. Not until you know who you are. You know, even, even you know, speaking the name of Jesus, it, it, it has to come from an understanding of what he's done inside of us. Well, that's so important to, to embrace, Right? So we looked at this in detail, and I, I encourage you, go back and listen to it again. Anybody doing this? I, I tell you what, I, I really believe, especially because Jesus said this, what are you doing with what I've given you? Uh, and he said, in fact, you don't love me unless you're doing something with what I said. What I said. All right, so I'm challenging everybody right now. What are we going to be doing this next week, um, right, um, with what we're hearing today. And so I, I just want you to know that I've prepared for this somewhat in our church app, that there's, all the notes are there, you can, all the scriptures are there. I'm going to be doing some things also. And then I, I put um, an overview so you can kind of see what the whole thing is about. I put a little blurb in there to give you an understanding. That helps me, actually. I, I want to, what am I going to share? There's a heart that we want to share, right? What's that? Oh, he's showing everybody? Okay. Yeah. Um, but then there's, um, then there's a prayer in there that we can pray over ourselves. There's a, um, and then some declarations that we can be making. I encourage you to let, 
Let what I've prepared just be something. If we're not doing these kind of things, I, I believe this is what God's wanting us to do, to talk to him about what, what he's spoken to us about today. You know what I mean? Say, God, I, I appreciate what you told him, but take me deeper in that. Help me to understand that more because this, we don't have much time in here today. You know, I was talking with, uh, with Luke, my, my uh, son-in-law, and he teaches a Bible school class. He goes down to Lafayette, I believe. Three hours, three-hour class. And I'm thinking, can they stay awake through that? <laughs> and it's just part of, of what they're getting, you know, the, the course. It's just once a week, and, but they're going through this. Um, but something about when you're, when you're taking a class like that, you're expected to be able to say it back at some point, right? Or do something with it. But I, I believe God sees this time that we have is very similarly that he says, okay, what are we going to do with this? It's not very much time, but what can we do? And I, so I encourage you. We, I'm trying to say, God, how, how can I help people? Because it's not what happens on Sunday that, that matters the most. It's what happens in between. What are we doing with what God's given us? Amen? So, I said, well, you finally get to where you're going here. Yes, I want to talk about uh, righteousness again today. Because this is, this is so essential to, to take in, to identify with what Christ has done for us, first of all. And to let it be how we begin to see ourselves. You cannot walk in a righteousness that can't, you can't see yourself in. So this, this has to be a part of our relationship with God, that we're having this understanding, man, it, it's got to change completely, that we begin to see ourselves as completely free of, of any of the, the past, any, any debilitating things are completely taken away, and that we identify, we aren't just forgiven. I, I love to sing about his mercies that are new every morning. I like all this part of it. But he says it's more than that. It's who you are. You are righteous. And when you begin to identify with, well, well this is who I am, it becomes much easier to look like it, to act like it, to walk like it, right? But there's so much in what it means to take on this identity. And I want to look at this today because... Has any, anybody know somebody that, um, man, they can talk the talk. They can tell you how to do everything. And they pretty much can make you feel like they know that they can just about do anything. But they never do anything. <laughs> Ever experienced that? Or hopefully I'm not talking about you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Because this revelation of, of what Christ has done in us and in, in, in our righteousness in him is so wonderful. And it's so meaningless if it doesn't get any traction. If, if, if you don't do anything with it. If you can spout it off. If you got all the scriptures. Well, this is who I am. And don't you get me to say anything else because I've got my confession down. But you don't ever look like it, you know? It's like, I really don't care what you believe you are until I see that. I see it evidenced in your life. Is that right? All right, so 
I want, I want to call this today, um, so we have an identity in Christ. So we're, we're going to talk about what happened in Christ. What, 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 who am I in there? And so first of all, we have to see ourselves as the righteousness of God. That's who we are, right? But I want to look at this as, as now I'm an establisher of righteousness. It's actually an identity. So and I was thinking about people that are, are successful in the world, in business, uh, uh, any kind of um, widget, <laughs> any kind of, uh, man, we have so much stuff anymore, don't we? Um, but you see something that's designed really well, and, and it, it, it speaks to somebody that created that. Can you see that? That, that when something is made really well, and that's why, you know, you'll go back and you'll see the reviews on it to see if it was made well. Um, but, but when you find something, and that's partly how a name is connected with a widget or a device or a, you know, um, Apple got really famous, right? It's, it's, and, and it all went back to Steve Jobs and Wisniak, right? A uh, couple, couple of buddies that started this in their... But when you think of Apple, you, you kind of have to follow it back to, to who made it. You're thinking, man, somebody had their act together here. There's an identity of excellence in somebody that's reflected in what they produce. Can you see that? That, in fact, they had to have that kind of an attitude that they aren't just guys with good ideas. They're going to be guys. They take. There's two different identities that I want us to see. Okay. Uh, the, I, I, I do have the nature, I do have the ability, I do have the righteousness, but that's not the, all, all my identity is about. The identity that really becomes functional at this point is, I know how to do something with it. I know how to produce. And this is actually, I believe, almost on the same level, there's an identity. I was thinking about Jesus this way. Remember, um, he, he, he was born the son of God, wasn't he? But I mean, from the time he's a kid, what's he saying? I have to be about my father's business. It wasn't enough for him to just be the son of God. He had to be about something. He had to be sitting his hand to something. Now, I'm so grateful that what we set our hand to doesn't make us righteous. But what we set our hand to gives glory to God for the righteousness that we've become. And if we're not doing anything, he's not getting any glory. I'm so glad that Jesus didn't just sit back under the tree and drink tea and say, I'm the son of God, I'm here. What did he do? He went about everywhere, right? Being who he was made to be. Can you see that? And So there's, there's another identity that needs to take place that I, I want us just to see. That not, not only have I identified with the nature of God, uh, the, the righteousness of God, I've, I, I want to identify with his diligence, with his faithfulness. You know, when we sing about the faithfulness of God, sometimes we think, I'm so good, the faithfulness, faithfulness of his mercies that are new every morning. Thank, thank you, God. But you know what God is continually doing? He's continually working us in us to complete what he's begun. He doesn't ever stop. He's always working. He said, now if I could just get you to identify with that same thing. Can you see this? Man, I want us to be challenged in this because this is where 
uh, the identity with Christ. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I didn't really see this until I was looking at this. And I'm thinking, I understand being established in righteousness, but what is that? That's actually taking on the nature. And I didn't know if this was a word, but it didn't get spell corrected when I did it. So I guess it is a word. Establisher. You ever used that word before? I never really had. But it's somebody that establishes something. That's an identity, right? Buddy's an establisher, right? He did, you know, he, he gets these jobs to, 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 they call him Buddy the Builder. Is that right? <laughs> That's an establisher. He doesn't just know how to do something. It doesn't matter if he knows how to do something until he goes and does it. And bottom line, there better be a return on that. Or he's not going to be Buddy the Builder anymore. He's going to be Buddy the Unemployed <laughs> person. Right? Because it takes, it, it doesn't just take the ability. It, it takes an identity of tenacity that I'm going to keep at this until it gets done. Can you see this? Man, it's a nature that we've been given in Christ Again, it's not the law. It, it's not you have to do this to earn anything. No, it's, it's because I've been made to be this. What a waste. What a loss if I don't utilize it to its fullness. Can you see that? And it becomes an identity that I can't sit around and waste my life on things that aren't going to be productive if I've been given this. If I've been made righteous that means tick-tock, tick-tock. Every moment becomes essential to produce from this righteousness I've been given. Can you see this? Man, this is good. All right, let's pray real quick for you. Father, we thank you for your revelation today. And God, we just want to soak it in. We want to, we want to be um, reservoirs. We want to be uh, collectors and savorers of what you impart to us. And we just put ourselves in a position for that today. We desire for your spirit right now to come in and shine light. Lord, for us to grow in you. We want to be drawn into your perfection for us today. In Jesus' name. All right. So this growth needs to take place. We need to, to, to be established in this, this. This is one of my favorite scriptures. This one... Uh, this first one, Isaiah 54, 14. And this is where you get this word established, right? What does it mean to be established? That, that means things are put into place. It, it can mean government, can it? And I think sometimes when it's referring to this, it's talking about getting, getting things in order so that, that what you have can actually be right. Okay? So gifted with righteousness, but also as an establisher of it. So the gift of righteousness, again, is something that we, we don't earn. It's been given to us freely in Christ. But now, we don't just identify with that. We identify as somebody that's doing something with that free gift. Amen? You know, it's, it makes me really sad when you give your child something that, that they can do something with. I won't speak of anything in particular. But, you know, and it ends up just sitting there for a while, right? Because he's given us righteousness to do something with. Righteousness has all kinds of potential. If you look through Pro Proverbs, it says this is what happens when you're in the, in the way of righteousness, right? It's prosperity. It's relationships. Everything comes with that, doesn't it, okay? 
Anyway, uh, so Isaiah, he, he's actually pro prophesying this. Don't you like this? Oh, man, Isaiah, he man, I received this for myself, right? You shall. Now, who's doing this? It's not a gift. It says you shall establish yourself in righteousness. So the righteousness, it comes as a free gift, but the establishing of it is up to us, right? Can you see that? Right, rightness in conformity with God's will and order. You shall be far from even the thought of oppression or destruction. What, where does oppression and destruction come from? It comes from unrighteousness, right? It comes from fear. For you shall not fear and from terror, for it shall not come near you. Don't you like that? What is that? And I was thinking about somebody that, that actually, you know, the Steve Jobs and Wozniak or whatever, Wozniak or well, what can do anything, X. <laughs> um, they, they, they have the willingness to take risks. Uh, you know, Buddy was talking about that. It's, it's an American thing to some extent, this fearfulness, this, this desire to... But, but this is part of the purpose of righteousness is to, when we get established in it, we get liberated from anything that would keep us from moving. What does fear do? It constricts, doesn't it? Causes you to not move and not do what, what, you, what you're capable of doing. And what, when you become established, and who's supposed to do this? We establish ourselves in this, right? So for you to do anything, you have to identify it as it first, Right? So to become somebody that's establishing your own righteousness, you have to say, well, duh, I'm an establisher. Can you say that to yourself? I'm an establisher. Yeah, you have to say duh. And again, my wife's not here, so I'm getting away with that. Uh, man, I'm, I'm really going to hear about it. Okay. <laughs> but he says this about us. Don't you like that? He prophesies about uh, Jesus becoming our righteousness, but he also prophesies about us becoming establishers of that righteousness. That's something that's up to us, okay? Is this good? All right, Isaiah 60, 21. Beyond being the righteousness of God in Christ is establishing that righteousness. I'm just going to drive this in some, okay? Because I have the mouth of two or three witnesses. I know Isaiah is saying most of this, but we'll see. All right. All your people will be righteous, okay? They will be righteous. But look at he doesn't stop there. They will possess. That's establishing, isn't it? They, they will be righteous, but that ain't enough. You got to go possess, right? Their land forever. For I will plant them there with my own hands in order to bring myself glory. So what I'm seeing is a connection here. I, I like singing, glorifying God, you know, with music and everything. But man, he really gets glorified when we do something with the righteousness he's given us. That's how glory comes to him. We'll see this a little bit more. Uh, Isaiah 62, 1. It's for the shining that prayers are prayed. So this prayer is being prayed over Zion, right? And look what it says. It says, because I love Zion, I will not keep still. Because my heart yearns for Jerusalem, I cannot remain silent. I will not stop praying for her until her, what? Righteousness. It doesn't say until her righteousness finally arrives. 
What is it doing? Ah, that means it was there before, right? But, but prayers are being made so that it won't just be an identity of righteousness, but it'll be a shining one. That means it's going to another level. It's being established. It's, it's accomplishing a purpose for which it was given, right? I will not stop praying for her until her righteousness shines like the dawn and her salvation blazes like a burning torch. Don't you like that? It's because when righteousness is, is, is actually established, it will produce evidence of God's presence. It will produce glory that will give him honor. It will pr produce excellence. It will produce a widget that you have to just go back and say, huh, somebody that knew what they were doing put this together. Right? <laughs> All right. Proverbs 4.18. Man, Proverbs is full of a bunch of stuff. I, I had to eliminate a whole bunch, okay? So, uh, again, you can, you can go way beyond what I'm showing. But can you see this is kind of cool? How that we, we've been made this, we've been given this, but it's, the potential is unlimited with what we can do with this if we become an establisher of it. That means I am freed from all fear, I'm freed from all terror, right? And then we'll see some other things that we're given in, in this righteousness. And again, this is not all-encompassing by any means, but just the concept, just the revelation of this should propel us into, God, I want to I live in this. Isn't it amazing what we already have sometimes that we're just saying, God, I, I need you to show me what I already have. Kind of makes you feel like Paul. It's like, man, I, I just, I am not, it's so much more than what I've begun to tap into, right? The way of the righteous, okay. So it's not just to identify with righteousness, right? It's you got to be on the way. Where are you going? Oh, I'm on my way. Actually, I was singing that with Trina the other day. I know I am. And that's the only phrase I know from that song. Remember that? Cat Stevens? Because I don't ever remember lyrics. Braden could tell me the whole lyrics. But, and, and I always thought, somewhere not so far from here. <laughs> it was that, that phrase. Anybody know that song? Oh, okay. Well, cool. So I don't feel quite so bad. Um. The way of the righteous is like the first gleam of dawn, which shines ever brighter until the full light of day. Don't you like that? So what, he, what, we, what he's saying is, and, and what we need to embrace and like say, wow, Jesus came to take all my punishment so that I could have all of his righteousness. That I could not just have his righteousness, I can be his righteousness. So that means I am righteous, right? <laughs> But what I like about this is, man, even if we're getting, anybody getting some revelation here today? Let's say, I'm, ta I'm taking some, anybody want to take some revelation? Amen? But what I see happening here is what, what we're being encouraged to do is see this as like just the shining of the dawn's early light. And that there's, the way of the righteous is going to be a, a life, a, a journey. A continuation that, it, that, that, that we're stepping in this way, right? But the way of the wicked is like total darkness. They have no idea what they're stumbling over. Now, have you ever identified it with the second part? 
sometimes you think, man, I don't know what's going on. Right? It should just be an indication for us that, man, there's a better way. We've been given righteousness today. Amen? But we have to stir it up. We have to go towards it. Amen? All right. Psalm 23.3. How many know the 23rd Psalm? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Right? I thought this was really interesting. In the third verse here, it says, He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of what? That means it's going gonna, it's gonna to be something that is, is my life that I'm walking in, right? And what, for what sake? I thought this was really cool. For my namesake. And we sang about the name today, didn't we? What's happening when we follow him? Now, I, I like this all the time because he's, he's our shepherd. <laughs> and uh, he's only a good shepherd to us when what? When we follow him. Right? And, but where is he going? And, and this is what's really cool. It's not just to church. <laughs> it's to everything about our life. Uh, again, that's why I, I, I appreciate people like are, are so evident in our church that who you are, where you are, is, can be the path of righteousness. It's because it's excellence. And you shine. You stand out. When you're taking care of that relationship, when you're, he, he's going to lead you into your job in a way that's going to be evident, right? It's going to be, so it's not like, oh, man, I got to go to a seminary somewhere. No. No, you go to work. You go into the world, right? But with a different attitude. Now, when I'm showing up now, I'm shining because I'm living in the presence of God, right? When I show up, somebody's going to encounter God. But it, what happens if you don't do that? It's, it's kind of like that other one, right? Uh, you just kind of, man, is it, is it not Wednesday yet? I mean, can I not get to hump day, you know? It's like, no. We've been made righteous with a purpose. You see that? So he leads in the, in, in the paths of righteousness. Now, this is what's really cool. He gets glory. Now, what I'm seeing is he's not getting glory until we're shining, right? What, what, what's, it, what, what's about his name? And, and this is what will happen. This, this is what I like about that, that, you know, these athletes that at the end of the game, he said, well, first of all, I just want to give glory to God. Well, what about all those other players? Well, I just want to give glory to God because I wouldn't be what I am without him. And what's happening? There's some shining going on, isn't there? Now, it's a lot easier. What's his name? Well, that guy too. We'll pull for him today. Does, does he say that at the end of the game too? Oh, does he? Oh, don't you love that? Now, you know what? God gets a lot more glory. Not that everybody isn't, you know, wonderful. But it speaks much louder when you did something really well. You know what I mean? And, and he actually is drawing on this rightness that he has with Christ throughout his practices, through everything else. That's why he's, when he's saying that, he's not just being religious. He's saying, I've had something that's been driving me. And, and, and athletes get, I mean, there's so many that don't win that are doing it, you know, with this. Russell Wilson, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
and you know, then you have people that don't. That so you're not judging that, but but there should be for us this. It's for me. I can't just be haphazard with anything in my life now, because everything I set my hand to. If I'm setting my hand to it with an identity of righteousness, and then I'm establishing what Jesus has given me, now it will it will glow. In everything, it should glow. The potential is, right? For excellence, for prosperity to be touched in every aspect of my life because I'm not just an identifier with righteousness, I'm an establisher of that. What, 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 what God wants for us to be able to do is to take that thing that we've been given and apply it to every part of our life and for it to glow brighter and brighter. Amen. <laughs> Isn't that good? And, and what happens when that takes place is God's getting glory. You know, I like, I like uh, um, uh, Keith. Keith gives an example of, um, uh, of a shepherd. You know, what would a good shepherd look like? You know, he, he's, he's coming across the, you know how, how a, a hill, you, you can see the person on the horse before you see anything else. You know, and if if the if the shepherd's coming across the hill and, and you see him coming across and he's oh he's adorned wonderfully and everything else, and, and he comes into view, um, but then following after him are are all these lame sheep, you know, where their most of their wool's falling out, and <laughs> he, he he might look like a good shepherd. Until you see who's following him, right? How do you know a good shepherd? By the quality of his sheep, right? And, and the best glory we can give to God is to allow his life and his nature to cause us to be successful in everything of life. Can you see that? All right. Well, let me keep going. Romans 5, 17. So we're gifted to reign. And to establish. So part of that is, is getting into a place where we're not letting life to happen to us. We're happening to life. <laughs> so there, there's, a, there's a really wonderful uh, correlation that you can say. When you come into a room, uh, the person that has a giving in a servant's heart, he comes in and he says, oh, there you are. And the arrogant and the pride person comes in and says, here I am, Right? But there should be this attitude that when we begin to know who we are, when we begin to walk on the path of righteousness, that there almost is that other side to some degree that we say, I'm not saying life is happening to me when I come into the room. I'm saying I'm happening to life. Can you see that? That I'm in authority. Let's read this. For if by one man's offense death reigned. So when you think about reigning, you're thinking about what, what does reign mean? I'm deciding some stuff here, right? <laughs> this is not a democracy. I'm in charge. I'm a king and I'm in a priest, right? That means I'm laying down the law. <laughs> For if by one man's offense death reigned, that means death was determining some things, right? Through the one, much more. Don't you like this? Not just a little bit more barely a little bit more, 
No, much more, those who receive abundance of grace and what? Of the gift of righteousness will do what? They'll reign. That means when they come into the room, they say, I'm here. Some things are fixing to get decided because I showed up. Right? I don't have to be sick. I don't have to lack. Right? I've been given new life in Christ. Now I reign. Can you see that this is part of the attitude of an establisher? Life is not happening to me anymore. I'm happening to life. Can you see that? All right, can we do some more? <laughs> All right. Gifted with righteousness and it's developed. Let's look at Ephesians 4.13. Man, the end of this, and, and you, can, you can develop this out a little bit more because it tells you what you should do and what you shouldn't do. And um, as, as the fourth child being a, a, a man child following three girls, Ephesians 4.32 became my scripture that I had to know. Be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted and forgiving one another, because you're a boy and your sisters are girls. And you have to, they, they reign <laughs> in, the, in the house. Oh, no. All right, that was a side. This will continue until we all come to such unity. And what's he talking about? He's talking about the gifts of people in our life to guide us, right? Leadership. This is why we, we you know, I'm in a position right now that, that needs to be honored as, as if it's not just me. And I encourage us in this right now that God's wanting to speak to us right now with a purpose. Why? To take us from an infancy and an identity in righteousness to a functionality of an establisher of righteousness. Can you see that correlation through this passage real quick? So this will continue. He said that we're going to be trained in these things. For what purpose? So that we can become an established in what we've already been given. Until we come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Who's he talking to? Don't you tell me I don't have everything already. No, we are growing in this. We must be established in it, right? And we have to realize that or we're not going to go for it. Then we will no longer be immature like children. All right. How many are immature? All right. I am to some extent because I need to grow, right? Okay. How do you want me to answer this question? <laughs> we won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. What is that? So when we say, so what are you talking about being established in righteousness? That's, that's growing together in this identity, right? That will look like that. You know, a lot of these little things, if you'll take care of them, they'll help you win the game in every other area. You know, business, you probably give examples of this, you know, you know, hospital, whatever, you, whatever your job may be. You take care of these God nature things that we've been given, these, these revelations of the nature of Christ, and the excellence will take care of itself. Can you see that? Let me keep going. 
Colossians 2, 9 and 10. So what's he talking about there? There's, there's a thing called perfection that I almost don't like to talk, to talk about because we want to be afraid. We don't want to offend anybody about actually going towards perfection, but we're supposed to. This is what, uh, he didn't give us righteousness like this kind of haphazard that it doesn't matter how it's, no, the righteousness of Christ is a perfection that, that is a goal that we're set, set before us, right? <laughs> and so there needs to be a, an establishing of a perfection in him that, that causes us to not be moved by things that are out of order because we've been established in what is right. And we know what's right. It's kind of like handling good money to know what bad money is, right? You handle, handle good money enough, the bad comes along, you're not going to fall for it, right? Colossians 2, 9 and 10. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. So this is what we have been given. We're made to be complete in him, but we have to establish that completeness, right? Let's keep going. Hebrews 13, 20. And this is where I want to end with this. Equipped to establish in his righteousness. So this is where God wants to take us to. Man, you get, you get um, there's a purpose so much bigger. Because uh, we're, we're seeing ourselves, right? How many have kind of seen yourself in what we're talking about today? It's like, okay, this is me. I need to identify in righteousness. This is me. I need to start glowing. I see Right? <laughs> and what is the purpose of that, though? And we've talked about it to some extent, but what is the purpose of, of my path getting brighter and brighter? And this is what it always needs to be, and this is what it, our service to today is about. And I just, man, we could sidestep just a, a moment here and just say, God, I'm here for your glory today. I'm here that you can be acknowledged for who you are. And, and my exuberance and, and praise isn't just for me. It's for people around me. Amen? My success in life isn't just for me. We already saw this, didn't we? God gets glory. What happens when God gets glory? People are drawn unto him. What did Jesus say? He said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men into me. And we're just thinking of, all right, we've got to put him up on a pole. We've got to, you know. What, what, how, how, is, how is Christ lifted up in the work that he did? How do, we, how do we personally lift up Christ in a way that he'll be glorified and people will be drawn unto him? By taking the investment of righteousness he's put inside of us and not letting it just go dormant but becoming an establisher of it so that everything about our life becomes an uh, 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 emulation of his excellence. What happens? This is not like the world. This is not like wickedness. Causes you to, to glow. Cause, causes you to stand out. Causes you to have favor. Amen? And what happens in that, it becomes the greatest potential for people to be drawn. People need... What you have, if you're showing what you have. If you're glowing with what you have, God will be glorified like a song will never accomplish. And I love to sing. Right? But you live as an establisher 
of this rightness that's been given us in Christ, it will cause you to glow wherever you're at, and it will keep you from becoming depressed about where you're at. <laughs> right? Long enough for you to be extracted from it, if that's what needs to take place, right? But for you, for you to be victorious wherever you're at. Amen? Is that a word for somebody today? Okay. <laughs> because God is wanting to, in this, man, let's, 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 part of this identifi identification of an establisher, and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll call Buddy an establisher, it's not just about him. It's about a whole company. It's global. People are depending on what his on his ability to establish some things, right? Now he'll be blessed himself personally, but if that's all it's for, if that's his main motive, he won't accomplish it because the motive has to be bigger than me. Can you see that? And that's what God's. That, this is the whole love thing, you know. I, I, everything's being driven by love here, but. To become an establisher, there has to be a bigger motive than just me, or it won't be enough. But when you get God involved in your passion, in what's driving you, that it's about people, amen, what it will do is it will cause you to, to, to come out from, actually it delivers you from the fear and the, and the risk and everything else because it's, man, this is so much bigger than just me. You see that? All right. Now may the God of peace, don't you like that? This is what happens when you get established in righteousness. Peace comes. It doesn't come any other way, actually. He's the God of peace. Who brought up from the dead our Lord Jesus, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep. Man, this is really connecting a lot of stuff here today, right? And ratified an eternal covenant with his blood. May he do what? Equip. Don't you like this? We're hearing something that we're supposed to do. And he says, you step out to do it, and as soon as you step out with a willing heart, I will be the one that makes it happen. Don't you like this? He doesn't, he doesn't put it all on us, Say, now you have to work hard at this. He said, I am enabling you for this. Can you see that? May he equip you with all you need for doing his will. May he produce in you, through the power of Jesus Christ, Every good thing that is pleasing to him, all glory to him forever and ever. Amen. Isn't that good? He said, I'm going to equip you in this. I've established this for you. And it's going to be, don't you like what Jesus said about this? He said, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden. What are you weary and heavy laden from? Trying to do it in your own strength, Right? Get this identity. This is what he's done for me. I'm already right. Now, I begin to tap onto that power of the Holy Spirit on the inside. It's no longer I that lives, it's Christ that's living in me. And now, he enables me to be more than an overcomer. And we can tap, we're going to look at some of these other aspects of this. But can you see that this is, this is like prerequisite to everything else, right? Find out who, how righteous you are, how the enemy doesn't have any claim on us, right? But then I'm going to be actively involved in taking what I've been given. I'm going to be, act, be actively involved. He said, it, you're, you're going to be the one that's doing this. 
But don't you like it that any, any, as soon as we step out in faith, God infuses us with power to walk out in faith, to walk that path of righteousness. Amen?